Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mom Biz Solutions Show. I'm Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach and author of Mom's Mean Business. And woohoo, here is the first show of 2015. I have taken a little break, my two-week break, like I like to do over the holidays, and just really say goodbye, let go of work, let go of all the things I think about all year long about how to make my business better, how to bring more value to you guys, to my clients and just how to be a better person all the time and just like slow down and go off the grid. And I hope you had a fabulous holiday. I hope that you were able to do the exact same thing. And I'm here to hold your hand if you, like me, need some help getting started again today because Lord only knows I have. Um, You know, tell me this, have you ever struggled with getting your motivation back after taking a break. Now, I know some of you are maybe not taking breaks like you need to, maybe not getting vacation and getting time off like you would like, um, because let's face it, being an entrepreneur is hard and it does require sacrifice sometimes, but not all the time. You know, I'm not a big fan of living a life of sacrifice. Um, but you know, sometimes we do make time and we do get away and the holidays most for most of us is a time that we get off and or at least some part to go spend with our families and our friends. And when you come back, you know, whether it's from the summertime, if you take time off then, or if it's the holidays around, um, the end of the year, you know, it can just be hard to get that mojo going to get your motivation back. And You know, I know a lot of people you see flying by on Facebook, people talk about New Year's resolutions and your word of the year and things like that. And those can be great tools for helping you get started again, for helping you look at your business and look at your life with some fresh eyes and say, hey, this is all up to me. And I resolve to do these things. I am committed to the focus of this particular word or phrase or way of being that's going to lead me into the new year and make me pumped up and excited about all the possibilities out there. So that may be one way to do it. That that using a tool like making some resolutions or having a focus word for the year may do it for you. I got to be honest, that doesn't do it for me. My <laughs> at, um, As I was tucking my son into bed on New Year's Eve, he said, Mom, what's your New Year's resolution? And I said, baby, I don't set New Year's resolutions. I haven't done that for years. I said, you know, I'm a coach and I set goals and I live by my goals and my resolutions every day. And so New Year's doesn't really change anything for me. He's like, huh. And so he said, good night. And I went and I got in my bed and I thought, oh, wait a minute. I do have a New Year's resolution. It's the same one I've had every year since I was about 25. And that is to make sure I am in bed before the New Year's Eve craziness hits and I was. I was asleep by 11.45 or so. But anyway, so back to that. Resolutions don't really do it for me. And like I said, I guess that's because I'm setting goals and living intentionally and purposefully um, as a rule. What does help me, though, are a few things I wanted to share with you today. And one of those first things is having a reset 
of some sort, a reset day, a reset couple of days, a reset week, whatever it is. I had, I chose Monday to be my reset day because I just realized I didn't have the energy to jump into my to-do list. I had been very carefully compiling a list of all the to-dos, the follow-ups, the responses, the proposals I had to send out, the invoices I needed to get off to clients, the um, updates to clients that I had and wanted to request, some of the check-in and accountability that I do for my clients. Um, Oh, I had a, a workshop that I have to write for a speaking gig I have in Las Vegas at the end of this month. Uh, you know, so all this stuff. And I was, it has good stuff. I mean, billing people and getting paid is good and doing these workshops. I mean, I love to get to speak and I love to get to travel. So all this is good stuff. But it just felt overwhelming. And I tell you, I did not have the motivation to do it on Monday. So I'm sitting looking at my list and I'm just depressed. <laughs> And again, despite the fact that I have all these goals and such, I was not able to get myself shifted into gear. So I decided to take Monday as a reset day and just needed to hit the pause, hit the reset button. My house is a wreck. My kids jumped back into all of their homework and after school activity routines as soon as we went back to school. You know, all of the needs of being a mom and a business owner hit right at the same time. So I needed a day to reset. So errands, dropped off a bunch of stuff, picked up stuff, grocery shopped, made an amazing meal of fabulous beef stew from the Pioneer Woman, fabulous recipe, you should look it up. And I made my lovely, famous ciabatta rolls that went with that very well. And cooking for my family, being in the kitchen, cooking and serving food is always a way for me to get back to being. Way It's a way for me to get centered and grounded. And you know, it makes the overwhelm of the house and all the stress of the various things I'm responsible for and the logistics I have to solve as a mom business owner feel a little bit less overwhelming. So that's a tool for you. New Year's resolutions, having a focus word, and taking a reset day or a couple of days if you need it um, are great tools to help you get back on track and get your motivation if you're struggling. Another great tool is to take baby steps. And you hear me talk about this a lot, but this is one of those times when you really, really, really need to be reminded that baby steps get it done, okay? So if you're looking at, as I was yesterday, um, I was talking with my friend Nicola, who is another fabulous, wonderful coach, and we always coach each other every single time we talk. It doesn't matter what we're talking about, we wind up coaching each other. And I told her how I was really procrastinating finishing up this um, or, or invoicing this client for this workshop in Las Vegas. And she said, well, what needs to be done? I said, well, I just need to write up the invoice and send it out. She's like, well, what's holding you back? Why are you doing, why aren't you doing it? And I said, well, I guess there's more to it than that. In order to send the invoice, I also promised her I would send her a summary with a proposed agenda of the workshop. And if I'm going to do that, I also need to finish up writing up my speaker's agreement and, you know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's there and sending that to her. And I have to generate the invoice. You know, it takes a little bit to do that. And she's like, oh, okay. She said, well, why don't you, she's like, that does sound overwhelming. Why don't you just write up the summary of the workshop and send that to her and tell her you're sending the rest of the stuff, um, you know, in the next day or so. And I'm like, oh, genius. Because I was so overwhelmed with the enormity of all of those different things that it took to get that one piece off my plate, 
it felt so good for her to break that down for me and say, Lara, just do one thing. Just finish typing up the notes on the summary and send it over to her and buy yourself a little more time, you know, communicate with her, but tell her that the invoice is coming and, you know, the speaker's contract, whatever. And I was like, huh, that's great. And so I said, okay, I commit to that. And she's like, okay, when are you going to call me and tell me that you did it? And I said, I'm going to tell you that I've done it by one o'clock. She said, okay. So we hung up the phone and I started working on the agreement or on the uh, notes, wrote them out, finished them up, wrote up a beautiful email, you know, kind of setting the stage and, you know, telling her what to expect. And then I was on a roll. So I decided to go ahead and I finished writing up the speaker's contract. And I also decided to finish working up the invoice. And I wound up sending her, you know, everything I needed all in one fell swoop. It took me a little bit longer. I finished by two o'clock, but I got the ginormous elephant task off my back and off my plate by committing to doing only one baby step. So that's what I want to share with you. Sometimes if you give yourself the permission to do one simple baby step, it actually is just taking that first step that will get you on a roll. And I find that again and again, guys, whether it's, you know, my running routine, if I want to get out and run, but I'm not feeling good about it, taking that agreeing to give myself the opportunity to just walk to the end of the driveway and see if I feel okay then, like just to get out there. And if I get to the end of the driveway and I don't feel like running today, then I give myself permission to come back in. Giving myself that baby step is like, the weight that I have to get off my shoulder sometimes to get the motivation to do it. And of course, by the time I get to the end of the driveway, I'm like, well, I'm dressed. I feel okay. I'm not hating it. I guess I'll go for a run. So that is one of my favorite tools that I use myself all the time and that I absolutely coach my clients to use because a baby step really is easier than the big ginormous step <laughs> that you have to take. So Think about that today. What is a baby step in a project that you could do, all right? And, and just do that one thing. Just commit to that one thing. And if you do more, great. And if you don't, that's okay. You are one step closer than you are, all right? Another thing I want to give you as another tool to help you with that motivation is kind of going to piggyback on the last one that we we're talking about. You know, it takes just visualizing and thinking through what it would feel like for you to accomplish the thing that you're resisting doing. Okay. To, you know, if you're thinking about, um, you know, getting set up, one of my clients has a, a trade show coming up and she's stuck. She's feeling overwhelmed. She's, you know, got wonderful stuff to promote her business. She's gotten her beautiful uh, stands created, her banners, her tablecloths and great new promotional materials but she's just resisting and feeling stressed out over uh, tying up some of the details that she has to do in order to be ready for this trade show at the end of the month. And so, you know, one of the things that I'm asking her to do is just to think through how good it's going to feel for her to complete these various tasks that are hanging over her head right now. So I've asked her, okay, if you do this, what are you going to feel like when you're done with that? And, you know, of course, she's like, oh, God, I'll feel, you know, this weight will be off my back. I'll stop panicking. I'll be able to sleep better. Um, I won't be thinking about it all the time while I'm not doing it. And I said, okay. And if you're not thinking about it all the time while you're not doing it and you're not panicking and you're sleeping better, how is that going to make you feel? 
She's like, oh, that's going to, you know, totally bring me back and make me excited about doing this job again. And I'm like, okay, there you go. There's some motivation. So that's a great tool for you too. If you're really struggling and trying to figure out how to get your mojo back, envisioning how it's going to feel when you actually do these things that you're resisting doing. That may be a great tool for you. So guys, these are just a few of the things that I use myself every day and that I you know, recommend that my clients that I'm working with use because we all need tools to get us motivated, whether or not we're coming back from a vacation, a holiday, or the weekend, or you woke up and maybe when you wake up tomorrow, you might need to use some of these tools in order to get yourself moving. You know, that's one of the downsides of being your own boss is you actually do have to come up with that source of motivation yourself. Or of course, you can always hire me. <laughs> I'm good for that too. In fact, you know, that's one of the joys I get out of being, um, you know, being a partner with you guys as a business coach and as a life coach is helping you get unstuck and get you moving again. So if you're struggling with that, you can always call me. That's what I do. All right. That's about it for today's show. I want to remind you that the fabulous fabulousness, the all of the mind storms, all of the brainstorms, all of the great podcasts is summarized really nicely in my book, In Mom's Mean Business. And if you haven't had a chance to read it yet, please do. Um, you can go even over to our website. It's uh, momsmeanbusinessbook.com. And you can read one of the chapters on there already. You can read some intros and you can download a free chapter. Go check it out and let me know what you think. I'd love to have you among my readers. Maybe this is the year for you to do some do-it-yourself coaching and the way to help you do that. So guys, I hope you have had a wonderful, wonderful 2014. I hope that 2015 is going to be your best year ever. I'm really excited for you. And I want you to know the work you're doing as a mom entrepreneur is so important to your community. It's so important to your customers and your clients. And it is so important to you and your family. So thank you for doing what you do. And I will be back next week to give you some more great coaching tips. Until then, I'm Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach. Take care. <music>